0: gonna make this place your
1: home. Good morning and welcome to the Real Real Estate Show. I am your host today, Grace Warren from Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty, along
0: with my co-host, Marcia Talbot, Associate Broker, Better Homes and Gardens Rand. Did you hear that weather report? <sighs> You could have just asked us and we could look out the window Rain, rain and I see gray rain. skies, but, but Wednesday, let's be positive, Wednesday they said it was going to be sunny. Oh my God, really? <laughs> and hot. I, didn't, I wasn't even listening to Any it because
1: pretty much it's been the same thing for the past. I don't know how many weeks every day has been a rain in the forecast. And then sometimes we've
0: gotten a few peaks of sunshine and we all start to feel happy again and then it rains. Well, I think last night is, is and I never say it properly, the Pleiades. or it's not the Pleiades, but whatever it is, it's the shooting stars oh, okay. that always happen when it's foggy. <laughs> yeah, you can never you can never see it because never, there's too so much I cloud cover. And there was not you could not see a, a star. So that's a bummer yes, because that's such year.
1: a cool thing to see. Oh, yeah. oh usually I remember wintertime around December. There's, there's a lot one, of yeah. yeah. And we typically have some clearer skies at that point. But anyway, so welcome to The Real Real Estate Show. Um, This is WTVQ Radio worth listening to. And our phone number here is 845-651-1111. No, wait, 1110. If you have anything you want to talk about, Real estate please give us a call we would love weather. to hear from you. Yeah, you want us to talk about the weather with you. We'll be happy to do that. I'm sure nobody wants to talk about the weather anymore. I know. <laughs> Sick of I it. Know. So you
0: know what concerns me about the, we- the weather um it, we're an agricultural area. Yes. and how that affects the onion growing area. Um, in fact if anybody is, if any of the farmers are listening if they would call call in and let us know because we you know we're concerned
2: Hmm. Hmm.
0: I mean, you,
1: obviously, you need rain to make crops grow, but this too is much, a yeah. lot of rain. So much. And then, what were you telling me this morning about in New Jersey, the flood that they're yeah.
0: having in New Jersey? That is unbelievable. Yeah. Um, so it's Mon- I think Montclair, Little Falls, um, Nutley, Bloomfield, Wayne. Right. Wayne is part Wayne, of that area. Yeah. Um, Clifton. Th- That whole area along 46 evidently is, well, I saw some of the pictures of Bloomfield Avenue where um, cars were brand new cars off a lot, right? right? We're just, <laughs> what they say?
1: 16 cars just floating down the street. Six. Some of them flipping over from the force of the water. 16,
0: right? Six, or,
1: 16 six. cars. I think it was. Yeah. That they just six were
0: sixteen. One of the cut
1: right off the lot. Yeah. Uh, it is amazing to me. So please everybody be careful out there when you're driving and you, you know, or just being out and about in this rain, you can't you don't know what can—it happens fast, is my right. point.
0: Don't, so you do not drive through areas that are flooded because you don't know what's underneath you. And one of the things that I had read, which was in the more urban areas, that the manhole cutter, covers, covers were, <laughs> were being washed away. It's very dangerous, so be really careful. And while we're on that, I do want to talk about how to walk on a rural road. If you come from an urban area, you always think of walking on the sidewalk the the same way as the cars. In a rural area, when there's no sidewalks, you walk facing the traffic. Not in the traffic, but along the side so that they can see you and, and you can see them. That it's really important. And not to always look at your phone, and have headphones on oh so that gosh. you can hear or see your car. It,
1: it, it's Our very nerve wracking when you see, you know, you're driving and there's a jogger on the road and they have a headphone set on, and you know, there's cars coming in both directions and they probably can't hear that you're even behind them. You know, if you have a a Prius, they certainly can't hear you. You know, you have to be aware if you're a Pedestrian, runner, whatever on the road. Yeah. Be careful because these roads are not like city roads. So, face traffic,
0: we're also, we have, our roads are curving so you can't see around the corner that isn't a corner. So, please be careful. Yeah. So, uh, Marcia,
1: what was your, your weekend like, your real estate <laughs> weekend or your week?
0: Well, my real estate weekend was good. Um, I showed some properties. Mm-hmm. Um, my real, my week, though, so, we're all walking around with boots, mm-hmm. booties, <laughs> um, because if you're walking land, which we'll talk about, we're going to talk a little talk bit a little later, bit about land today. Um, yeah. It's very wet. It's extremely you know, so wet. So I have these really cute polka dot uh, rain boots, um, which, <laughs> over the years, I have had uh, a lot of rain boots <laughs> <laughs> that you know that allows you to walk on the yeah. you know for a few reasons. Yeah. So,
1: I know. It's not just for land, though. It's also if you're you're working, uh, if you're looking at new construction, there's mm-hmm. typically mud everywhere. You yes. kind of need to have those boots. You have to be a little bit careful with this weather. Um, yeah, uh, this week I uh, actually did a market analysis, or I'm working on it right Me now. once went to see a, a house yeah. in a property in Wordsboro, which is a little far yeah. for us, but um, cute little hunting type lodge uh, right on the DNH canal. So it's a super cute little house. Uh, you know, I, it's not listed yet, but it, it, it probably will be listed. And um, uh, that's a different area than over here. I Very- would, you know, they called me, it was a referral. So they called me to come up there and take a look at this property. And Normally I wouldn't go up that far, but if it's a referral, I will. And uh, it, it t- to me, it, it's actually a learning experience to check out a different, um, you know, area. It's Sullivan County. And uh, it's a little bit different than it is here. I mean, the prices are significantly different than they are here. Much lower. Yeah, much, much lower. Just like, uh, I mean, we can talk about a little bit about the... um, Differential from
0: Rockland to Orange. And so from Orange to Sullivan.
1: Yeah, yeah. And the other thing that I am working on right now, which is going to be a really cool listing too, is... Uh, in Greenwood Lake. Greenwood Lake seems to be such a happening place right yes, now. The, the properties are, are selling and a lot of properties that are that are in need of renovation are selling. So it, it's it, I, I feel like it's going to become a, um, a place that people are really looking to move to.
0: You know, it, it's it, still it, affordable. It's still affordable. Some of the houses, there's a lot of very cute smaller houses, mm-hmm. which in our inventory, we don't have as much. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so I, I agree with you. Yeah. And and the bus. Yeah. The bus is easy the, from yes, Greenwood Lake.
1: Yes, that's true. And uh, they have a, an option for high school. They get to pick which high school they'd like to go to, either Chester or Warwick. So, they have their own school district, of course, in elementary school and and, um, middle school. and middle school, but they get to choose which high school they want to go to so that's it's nice for a parent to have a choice as to where their child can go um, so there's a there's a lot going for uh, Greenwood Lake, and the lake is absolutely beautiful absolutely so
0: anyway um so I have um, a new listing that will be coming yeah. co- we're in coming soon a historic home mm-hmm. on over 11 acres. So if somebody oh, has. Are you allowed things? to say what it is? No, not yet. It's a great house. <laughs> I've been in it before.
1: It really is a great house. It's one of those houses that I've admired it, as I drive home, yeah. by. And over the years, the cu- current er- owners have done such a beautiful re- renovation on the front yeah. of the house. I, I don't And inside. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it, it is beautiful. And it is a house that people have driven by before. And when they see it come on the market, they'll probably be interested in knowing the price. And of course, we're, we're going to tell you <laughs> well, <not yet. laughs> when it comes on but the we market. We
0: will. We will. Great. Um,
1: yeah. So those are those are some interesting things happening. Um, I guess we can get right into the um, the land uh, that we wanted to talk about. I was going to talk about. What, what
0: everything that happened this past weekend in our oh, okay. area yeah go ahead because we'll get into there the were, later. it was the hudson valley jazz festival mm-hmm. and so there were performances all over um warwick pine island sugarloaf um i think sugarloaf yes and um poughkeepsie oh, i'm sorry peak skill peak i skill. i didn't i should have brought the sheet but i So uh, kudos to Steve Rubin, who has organized this. Uh, I did go to the one in Pine Island. It was great. And we can tell you a little bit more when we come back. Going for a break.
2: The market is hot if you have been thinking of selling your home now is the time at better homes and gardens rand realty we pride ourselves on delivering an exceptional client experience our professional agents will provide you with the market data you need to price your home properly and follow through with the best marketing to get your home sold call our office today at 845-986-4848
1: Hi, this is Grace Warren, a licensed real estate agent for Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty for more than 17 years, and I'm ready to hear your wants and needs, and then I will help you fulfill your goals. As a full-time residential specialist and longtime resident of Orange County, I know the Orange County market very well, and whether you're a buyer or seller, my priority is your satisfaction. For more information, please visit my website, gracewarren.randrealty.com, and let's get together.
2: Hi, this is Peter Feller of a Healthcare, your one call for the finest in home healthcare. Tune in every Thursday at 10 a.m. to hear the latest news on everything health-related because your health does matter right here on WTBQ, radio worth listening to. Hi, this is Susan Glusica. And this is Scott Lask. And we're your hosts on Wall Street to Main Street, heard every Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. Call or text into the show and learn how to invest in your future without regrets. Right here on WTBQ.
0: I'm gonna make this place your
1: home. Welcome back to the Real Real Estate Show. I am your host here, Grace Warren, and I'm with my v- co host, uh, Marsha Talbot. Yeah, I'm just Hi trying everybody. to fix my uh, volume here on the, uh, on the microphone so I can hear myself. Yeah, so Marcia, tell us about the jazz thing.
0: Well, um, as I said, it was like the Hudson Valley Jazz Festival, um, top notch people. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not as knowledgeable as many others, but I did go to the one in Pine Island and it was great. Oh, okay. A great singer. We just come back from China. Like a, oh, cool. Um, and I had heard from other people who had gone to some of the other events that they thoroughly enjoyed it and it's wonderful that we had that. And unfortunately, there was a lot of overlaps, so that, and the weather did not help at all because some of the outdoor activities. Sorry, I'm killing a bug. You didn't do a very good job of it.
1: Uh, It's kind of freaking me out.
0: It's an ant. Um, Um, It's flying, Marsha. It's fine. It's not going to hurt you. Anyway, um, because of the weather, people had to be moved. The one in Pine Island, which was at the park in Pine Island on K Road, um, there's a pavilion, so we were under the pavilion. The poor musicians were under a tent. Oh, gosh. Um, but uh, the that people That always kind it, of scares me because they got... They're plugged in. The, well, and he was going to say that, you know, unfortunately, because of the weather, a lot of the events may not have been as well attended as would as they would have been. But it was great to have that opportunity to have top-notch performances mm-hmm. in our area. And then on Saturday night, after I went to, th- to the performance in Pine Island, I went to the Seligman Center for the Arts for the dusk lit. You know, I, I'm wondering if a lot of people don't really even know where that is. Oh. That's
1: you should <laughs> tell them, because I at, <laughs> one, at some point
0: did not know <laughs> where that signs, was until I went there. There are signs. There are. Yeah. Um, Mr. Seligman was a, a very well-known artist, and there's 53 acres of his property. That was given to the, 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 the I'll, I'll remember in a second. Um Citizen's Foundation. Oh, okay. Is, and there, um, there are events there. Sometimes there's outdoor sculpture um, but, and um, art exhibitions. But Dusklit is an interactive arts on the ground. So there. let me try to explain it. There's dancing, but you could dance. Mm-hmm. There's things that you can draw, you could draw, you could paint. There's lots of events. Um, and it's for adults. It's not for children. It's for children, it too. It is for children, too. So okay. somebody had a, a double string of bottles. Mm-hmm. And you could take this little stick and hit the bottles oh, to and make, make music. music. Okay, that's kind you know, of fun. So the, so, and there was stuff. one little girl, so cute. I would say she was about two, two and a half, who was thrilled to be doing it so there was there was lots of things that you could also again it was outdoors mm-hmm. so
1: there's just so many things to do around here yeah, you know and went, that's the reason why people moved wet. a lot of people moved to this area because of that
0: yeah because you can get the bo- the best of two worlds
1: yeah and it's just such a you know warm um friendly kind of place to be and i always tell the story and i've probably told it on the air before about one of the clients that i times. had about the the Little League parade, right? I mean, this is why she. I had a client that just came to me and she said, I have to live in this town because she came on a Saturday when they did the Little League parade and she'd never seen anything like that. And she still lives here. And that was probably, what, 15 years ago that she originally moved here. So it's kind of a, it, it really makes people want to be here for all the events that we do. So they do a great job. keep
0: up that parade. But yep. when we talk about when we sell a house, it's not selling just the house. No, we sell a lifestyle. Right. And I think that make those things make the difference. The uh, the Little League, the the jazz concerts, um, the, the, concerts farmers the farmers market. The farmers market, the concerts on the green. Mm-hmm. You know, throughout the summer. And there's a lot
1: this week we'll tell you about that later. Um you know, it, it, we were talking, we were going to mention um, our talk about land development and just a little bit about it because I'm not an engineer. I'm not. We keep trying to
0: get an engineer. We do keep
1: trying to get an engineer on here. Uh, Grace's
0: brother is an engineer. And he's, and he's very busy him. and we've been
1: hounding him to get on there. If he happens to be listening, hello. You <laughs> he need to come Good on. Good morning. But, but um,
0: He's so busy, he's not listening.
1: Yeah, he's probably not listening right now, but it's, you know, I've had many people call to ask me about land and they say they want to buy land and then, you know, they may bring up a particular listing and there's differences between the listings. So there's what's called raw land, land that's not buildable. Um, The raw land is not necessarily not buildable. However, it is land that hasn't been engineered. So you can buy a piece of property, which may seem like a great deal until you have to actually do the engineering on it. And the engineering is going to bring the cost up to what a, a piece of land that has uh, the ability to to be built on right away.
0: Right. And, and, and the difference is an approved building lot or raw land. And yes. we say an approved building lot means that it has a, a survey. It has um, a septic design. It has usually uh, soil, tests, soil tests, perk tests, soil tests. they you know, when an engineer is going
1: to uh, to to look at a piece of land, they're going onto the Orange County uh, maps that tell you about the soil, and they can see what the soils are like in that area, and that helps them determine, you know, what sort of a septic uh, system that you're going to put into the, onto the property. And that's the important factor. It's very important because if you don't have the soil. For a normal septic, which is, you know, a gravity-fed septic, then you'd have to put something different. And and, then that could end up costing you aerobic, a a pump system, whatever. It it could end up costing you quite a bit of money. And then that land that you thought was such a bargain is not such a bargain anymore because you had to uh, put all this money into it to get it to... to be buildable so
0: if it looks too good to be true, yeah, like I pulled up a couple
1: of listings <laughs> um that were that were land listings, and um, i um let's see here, which is this is the one that I was talking about, and Marcia, you have one that's like this too. Maybe you want to talk about that one first. okay,
0: I have almost ten acres in greenwood lake i do um I represent mm-hmm. that is twenty three thousand five hundred, and we get a lot of phone calls on it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's v- fairly steep mm-hmm. and a little and in a s- difficult to access it's between there's like a 20 foot right of way between two houses. It has no engineering at all, no survey, no perk test, nothing.
1: yeah, so you will get calls on this property all the time, yes. and
0: you know if it looks too good to be true,
1: it probably is
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> And, and it's also heavily wooded, so people who were thinking of a house and a little farm because of the, because acreage, of the
1: acreage, it's really it's not possible goats, to do it on that land. And now. Goats. goats. <laughs> so, has,
0: has anybody looked into doing
1: any of the engineering on this property? You,
0: well, there was a, a, an adjacent piece of property which has been purchased. Okay. It was a little bit e- easier access.
1: Okay, and are they going to build on it or at some point? I would on, at think some point. Might. So, the first thing you would have to do with something like that is you'd have to have an engineer come out there and look at it and and see if there is a place anywhere on that property where they could put a potential septic system.
0: Right, because Greenwood Lake has municipal water, but you you have private. Can you septic- tie
1: into it over there?
0: I would think so, being that it's between two houses. You may be able to because that Again, helps. The engineer. municipal
1: water helps because then you don't have to put a well. Because that's another issue when you have a well and a septic. There's there's uh, requirements as to how far
0: apart these things need to be. They're supposed to be a hundred feet apart. Some towns, if the town will let allow it, sometimes seventy five feet. Mm-hmm. But the government loans like FHA and VA and USDA will not allow. sometimes
1: that gets a little bit tricky yeah. the, I o- mean, a
0: lot of our older homes in the area the older farm homes have septics and wells very close to each other mm-hmm. and that becomes an issue
1: I have had in the past um, FHA loans that have uh, they've I won't say they've overlooked it but they've agreed to overlook it because the the town has said that it was okay yeah so they they have set- allowed it
0: how close were they?
1: 75 feet. Yeah, 75 It was feet. less than 75 feet. It must have been like 60 feet. It may have been over. Um, but it was, it's an older house, and the, you know, the town uh, said it was fine, and uh, the septic was actually going downhill in a completely different direction than the well. So it was, it was fine. It ended up being okay. But that is a, a typical, that's an issue when you have to do land development and you have to figure out where a septic's going to go and then where the well is. So in Greenwood Lake, in this particular case, you have a um, municipal water available to you there, which I'm assuming you would
0: have to pay for the water to get to the property. I would imagine you have to pay for the water, the electric, and, and any other telephone, cable, any of the other underground uh, systems that? Might yeah, because I go don't in. know
1: if they're going to put um, like Orange and Rockland would probably not do uh, like um, an overhead line over there. I don't know. I mean, I
0: don't know because but, it's though, on the road, right? But
1: these are the things that you need to look at when you're buying a piece of land for twenty-five thousand dollars, or what is it? Is it twenty-five thousand? It's less than that. Twenty-three five. Right? 23, five. You know, these. This is not a piece of land that you can just go to and, and start building a house tomorrow. No. Like there's work Maybe to be done, house. and it's going to. and engineering is not inexpensive. Treehouse. A treehouse. A tent.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe
1: a tent. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. But it's,
0: yeah, it's ten acres.
1: It's so, ten you acres. Know. You do. You'll have privacy for sure because nobody can get up there. <laughs> is it next to the Appalachian Trail? Is it close to that?
0: Um, actually, I don't remember
1: exactly where that property
0: actually, is. Actually, it a 17a goes behind it.
1: Okay. All right, but th- I so here I have another one that is on um actually on 17a, which is maybe I'm not sure where this exactly is, but it is uh it's a it's raw land and it's zoned residential and it's listed for $25,000 and it but this is less than an acre. Yeah. So, I mean, this is something you've got to go in there and you've got someone's got to first come in and survey the property. And then they they have to you know look at the soils and do a perk test, which uh, maybe I should I, I don't know that much about perk tests, but basically it's building it, uh, digging a hole and then filling it with water and seeing at different how long intervals. yeah and seeing how long it takes for the water the the ground to absorb the uh, the water, and that can determine whether or not you're going to put a septic there or what sort of a septic you're going to put there. So around here we have a lot of clay soil. And that becomes a bit of, um, you know, a perk test problem. And, um, you know, so those are some of the things. And then then there's like, there's other lots. Like I have a lot that is listed for sale. I have a bunch of lots listed for sale over by uh, the Ridge at Wickham Lake. And those lots are all completely, they're engineered. They have municipal services available to them. And they are ready to build on. You could go over there and you could go right to the village or the town and with your plan and get a permit to start building because you have everything available to you there. There's water hookup over there. There is a sewer hookup and there's electric there. So someone could come right in. And a a lot over there is, you know, um, Marsha sold one for me over, what was last October? What did they sell for $105,000? (laughs) $105,000.
0: 106.5,
1: hundred and six five, something like that. I mean, we have some over there that that had a water view. Um, so we're going to take a quick break, and we'll get back to this and um, keep on listening.
0: This is Marcia Talbot, a licensed real estate broker of Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty, specializing in residential, land, and vintage homes. Rest assured that I will make your experience smooth and pleasant, and hold your hand through the entire process. As a resident of Orange County since 1976, I know every nook and cranny of this area. Please contact me at marcia.randrealty.com for the best experience in your buying or selling process. Mm-hmm.
1: Hi, this is Christine Koenig with Better Homes and Garden Rand Realty, and I love real estate. I grew up helping my dad fix up his investment properties. That knowledge and experience has fueled my passion for real estate. Licensed in New York and New Jersey, I focus my business in Orange, Sussex, and Passaic counties. Check out my website at christinekoenig.randrealty.com or listen to The Real Real Estate Show, Mondays at 10 a.m.
3: Looking for your first home? Are you looking to sell your home but not sure whom to market your property to? Contact real estate expert Liz Ridgway of Better Homes and Gardens, Rand Realty in her Goshen office. Liz specializes in new construction, resales and rentals too. Make the move with confidence with Liz Ridgway by your side. Contact Liz at 294-7227, liz.ridgway at randrealty.com. Find your dream home with Liz Ridgway, Better Homes and Gardens, rand realty hey ron and, and the car doctor here join me sunday mornings 8 a.m the garage doors go up right here on wtbq radio worth listening to if you've got a car problem if your mechanic's giving you a busy signal call me 855-560-9900 this is car Coward. you're reading an ad not a news story be careful that you don't get kind into spending money with someone who's just taking advantage of you with propaganda.
1: Clark Howard, weekdays from 1 till 3.
2: WTBQ Mostly cloudy with
1: showers and some thunderstorms, a few heavy downpours again with highs in the upper 70s. Tonight, cloudy, showers, some thunderstorms taper off. There will be some heavy downpours, though, upper 60s. Tomorrow, clouds, and we do have a chance of showers or thunderstorms in the afternoon near 80. Mostly cloudy tomorrow night. Early showers and thunderstorms should taper off, then lows drop into the mid to upper 60s. And for Wednesday, becoming mostly sunny and drier, it'll be warm into the middle 80s. I'm WeatherWorks meteorologist Tony Salimo from the WTBQ Weather Center. Hey, welcome back to The Real Real Estate Show. I am Grace Warren from Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty, and I'm here with my associate. And I'm still... Marcia Talbot. She's still Marsha Talbot. Associate Good morning, everybody. For Better Homes and Gardens, Rand Realty. The number here is 845-651-1110. And we were talking a little bit about land development and um, raw land versus approved uh, an approved building lot. It's very uh, interesting to um, to discuss. People don't really understand the differences. And I also this morning I was looking on the um, the town of Warwick zoning planning um, website. And there's so much in there. It was like, it was overwhelming to me. And I've looked at it before. It's been a long time, but there's so much that, um, you know, ab- about what you can and can't do. So there's,
0: you know, people call us on a daily basis about land. And we go to the building department to ask because, and that, and I, I should say, th- I think everybody should do that that if you're interested in a particular parcel, you're certainly, it's public information. Mm-hmm. You can go to the building department and you can go to the assessor's office. They're very helpful. And just say, are there, you know, if you're going to think of a parcel of land, you can go to the building department and say, what are the requirements? Mm-hmm. Um, the same with a house. Yeah, are there any I, issues?
1: You know, you know and I, I've had um, clients call me about particular Pieces of property, maybe even um, buildings, and they have an idea that they want to do for a business or whatever. But you can't, you know, just because the property looks like it's going to work
0: for you doesn't mean you're allowed to do the business that you want to do on that right. property. Right? There's zo- specific zoning for businesses, but there are allowances for at-home businesses. Yeah,
1: and there's different zoning districts in our area. We have a, a rural, um, we have urban. There's hamlet. Um, yeah, there's so many different um, zoning areas that need to be considered when you're doing, you know, building of anything, a commercial property or a residential property. These are the things you have to consider. And, you know, you, there may not be a usage listed that you want, and then you'd have to see if you can get that changed. And it can't always happen. And that's a process.
0: But you do want to it check if what the business that you would want to put into a commercial area is allowed within that zoning Mm -hmm. So zonings are, they're very specific.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Then there was another lot that I just, this is not my my listing, however, I'll just bring it up because this is one of those things where, you know, it's a three-acre lot. And uh, right now, I believe the zoning, if you were to do a subdivision right now in an urban, not urban, in a rural area, it's four Four acres minimum. Unless you cluster. Right. And if you're clustering, you know, that's when you're doing like a a subdivision of, you know, a bunch of different lots. That are
0: close, smaller, but there's a certain amount of open space that's part of that subdivision. Mm -hmm. Um, Here's a a lot that's... Cluster means cluster. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um,
1: And there's there's a lot over on Warwick Lake Parkway, and it's listed for $105,000, and it's a three-acre lot. And and if I say to somebody, oh, well, it's a four-acre minimum, and they're like, well, this is a three-acre lot, but this has been... It's before. It's, it's grandfathered in. This is a lot that was done before that zoning took effect, and they don't take your right to build on that property away because it was probably already engineered, um, and there's maps and, and that kind of thing. So
0: and that's a beautiful area. It
1: is a beautiful area, and that's the difference between location, you know, the value of a piece of land, say, on Route 17A as a, a, on, a, on a cliff— Opposed to in a subdivision that is already you know built out, and then there's this lot there, and you know you have high end homes in that neighborhood, right. so that will certainly bring the value of a piece of property up. Um, so then we are. Oh my goodness, I'm losing my train of thought here. <laughs> so the, it on the weather. Yeah, the imp- some of the other improvements that you are probably going to need before you can start building are you're going to need electric over there. If you don't have that on a piece of raw land, you're gonna to need to bring the electric, you're gonna to need to bring, um, the, what? figure out your well where it's gonna be. And then that's a whole process too, putting in a that's well. That's
0: the engineering.
1: Yeah, but the engineer may say, here's where the well is gonna go, but then you have to actually dig the well. Drill the well. Drill the well but, and, and find out where your water is and where you're gonna get the most water for your home. So there's so much to consider when you're, when you're buying a piece of land. And that's why you need somebody that really can help you with that. Um, and I guess we can get into now what our um, what we the have market, some, statistics some for you. yeah some new statistics for the second quarter in um, Orange County versus Rockland County because it's very so
0: interesting. We actually have good news, um, because, and I can give you year to date, and I can give you the average selling price uh last this year, is in orange county this is orange county last year it was now this is the the median selling price or the average the average selling price i'll start with that was 248 548 that was for 2017 and this uh um, and this
1: is based on the second quarter
0: right and this year it was 274 Six thirty. So it's, it's per, gone up considerably. What's the percentage that's um, gone up? It's a four point five. Yeah, it's a nice percentage that the price uh, has gone up. And closed units went up five point seven percent, which means buyers are out
1: there. Yeah, and it's amazing that it's actually gone up because we've been having a shortage of homes. Right.
0: Price per square foot went up four point eight, and. We, but this is not any specific area. This is all, all of Orange, of Orange County. County. So you're looking at both the, the cities and the more Yeah, all the world. way
1: from Fort Jervis down to you well, know to, New,
0: to Newburgh and yeah. then across to Sussex
1: and to, then down here.
0: Yeah, not so. We're, we're up already. to Sussex.
1: We don't go into Sussex on this. It's Orange yeah. County, but
0: you know it, the, the, it's it's good news for everybody that lives here. So days on market when. It's 11.3 percent less, so that means your house on the market is selling that much
1: quicker. Well, I have noticed too. Um, so that's days on market, but I've also noticed that, that closing times have shortened.
0: Haven't you noticed? I have. Well, that would be that would be representative.
1: Like right, that. but I'm talking about from Friends. the time we've gotten to contract and I think it's because I, you know I I want to I want to say it's the part of lead the banking industry that they've streamlined things certain ones to make things happen much quicker. Cuz most of the deals that I've been dealing with right now they've been closing like in 45 days, which is fabulous. Yeah, I mean it used to be, you know, 3 months, 90 days we'd tell I'm people. Still seeing
0: that. But some of them, no, some have gone faster. Yeah, for sure. Um, But I do want to talk about months of inventory because it's 5.4%, which means it's a seller's market. Right. When it goes below six.
1: Six months worth of inventory. Six months
0: worth of inventory makes the differential. So a few years ago when we had 11 or 12 months worth of inventory. That was a buyer's market. That was a buyer's market, but it has now become a seller's market, and that's down 20.9%.
1: Yeah, at seller's market, um, we have a little bit of an inventory shortage. I know in Warwick, we've, we're having a bit of a, a, a difficulty. It's all over the county, though. It, and it's not as bad as in some areas, but I think that it certainly is, um, you know, has changed from even just a, a year ago.
0: Yeah, 20.9%. <laughs>
1: I mean, we we feel it here because we have people that are just waiting for things to come on the market, and I've said that. 100 but times. That
0: was those that, that was for single family homes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, condominiums, but
1: this is very interesting too.
0: Well, it's not going to reflect our area which we could talk about. Mm-hmm. But the average selling price last year was 167,443. This year the average selling price is 179,394. But in Warwick, Homestead Village has gone up an enormous amount. Mhm. Uh, which is not reflected entirely. And in this.
1: Um, although Kings Estates is considered a single-family home, they're townhouses—they're townhouses. not condos. You know, you kind of look at them in the same in the same way, like in regards to the you know the way that they're uh, you're living all in a community all together. Those ha- have seem to they're selling very quickly now too, and and for higher price as well. Just specifically, I mean, I pulled two of those listings, um, just. Before we came here today, and th- there's there's a big difference based upon the um condition the condition of the properties. Um, okay. but yeah, there's some that one sold for two hundred and twenty thousand dollars, which is a nice amount mm-hmm. for in there because it's been a
0: long time since they've been seeing yeah. those kind of prices. So it's good news for people. so the difference, and we'll reiterate this. I know we've talked about this before, between a townhouse and a condominium. A condominium you own between the walls Mm -hmm. that's yours and the patio and usually the, and the windows, but a townhouse you own from below the ground to to the sky. So you own that roof Mm -hmm. and the exterior. Yeah. There's usually a little area of land
1: that goes with it. Maybe it's it's a courtyard or, you know, like in Kings estates, they do have little backyards Backyards, over there. And some of them are fenced and you know, you're allowed to do that
0: and your driveway, you're responsible for your driveway. Right, and there, there's another aspect of it because people use the term townhouse, which they're thinking two story, which is a mar- marketing term, not a legal term.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, so I think. But what it says here, which is really interesting, is months of inventory is three point six. So that shows how fast they're selling and um, how much. I mean, actually they they're coming on
1: the market and they're going really quick. The day, the day. You know, and and it's. It, it, it's it's amazing. It's amazing. So if someone's thinking about selling something in Homestead or any of the condo developments, give either Marsha or I a call or we'll love to help you. We can sell it for you pretty quickly.
0: So the average day on days on the market last year was one hundred and fifty six this year. And that's from putting it on the market to closing mm-hmm. is one hundred and twenty two days. Yeah, so there's a little time in between. That's thirty days difference. That's a whole month difference. Yeah, a little time from the time you do your inspections and everything else that comes into play. So it, it's there.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
0: there, but and the price per square foot was one hundred and nineteen dollars per square foot, and it's now one hundred and thirty-two.
1: So now for the, that's for condominiums. That's condominium. uh, did you mention what the price per square foot in Orange County is for single family? Yes.
0: It's one hundred and thirty-one dollars. So,
1: is it? What, what
0: did went you say? Up, it was? Went up four point. But what What's was up? it for a condo? A condo. Hold on, I just because it's almost the same. Yes, one hundred and thirty-two. The yeah. same. It's the same. It's that's the same. amazing to me. That's the first time that's happened. So we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right
1: back. Thanks for listening.
3: Zeola is a mortgage loan originator at Hudson United Mortgage where you'll not have to sacrifice great service for great rates. At Hudson United, George will provide you with the one-on-one service you deserve while structuring the mortgage that's best for you. With a wide range of mortgage options at competitive rates, whether it's a conventional mortgage, an FHA, VA, or USDA loan or renovation loan, George will give you personal service every step of the way and turn your home ownership dreams into a reality. George is licensed in New York and Connecticut and works with over 25 lenders to find you the best deal, one that's customized to fit your budget. George takes the guesswork out of the mortgage process and you will be informed on the progress of your loan every step of the way. George is always available to answer any questions you may have. So what are you waiting for? Contact George now at george.zeolla at hudsonunited.com. O'Keefe & McCann is the only law firm for all your real estate transactions. Founding partner William O'Keefe will patiently guide you through every step, whether you're buying or selling property, commercial or residential, from the first meeting to the close. O'Keefe and McCann earned their top rating due to their impeccable attention to detail, their dedication to a smooth closing, and the pride they take in their clients' complete satisfaction. They are with you throughout the entire process, ensuring a successful outcome. For the finest real estate attorney, visit omlawteam.com.
2: Hi, this is Suzanne Dermany, an associate broker at Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty in the Goshen office. Whether you are a first-time buyer or relocating or a seller, rest assured your journey will be a memorable learning experience. For more information, please visit my website at suzanne.dermany.randrealty.com. S U S A N N E dot D as in David E R M I G N Y dot randrealty dot com. Tune into the Nonprofit Notebook, your resource for and about people helping people. Learn about all the events and services available for you, friends, or family. Open your Nonprofit Notebook Tuesdays at eleven AM WTBQ radio worth listening to.
0: WTBQ I'm going to make this place your. Home.
2: Welcome back to
1: The Real Real Estate Show. I am Grace Warren, and I'm with Marsha Talbot, my associate here. How is everybody doing? How are you? We just got back from our break. We were talking about what Marsha was showing this week, um, which was land, sort of, right? It was a farm.
0: one, One was on 46 acres with a barn and a small apartment as part of it. Uh, the other was it, there a house there too or just the barn? No, just the barn oh, and this the apartment. Okay. Um, and then the other was a converted barn on five acres. So it really ran the gamut, um, mm-hmm. which was in absolutely lovely. And that was off Belleville Lakes Road. Um, not our listing, but a very nice, beautiful house, beautiful condition. So,
1: what is your client
0: looking for? will be interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Not sure. No, actually, we're probably going to focus a little bit more on land. Okay. So um, I'm going to be showing her 98 acres on Thursday if the weather is good.
1: Is that my listing? That's your listing. Acres, yes. That's a beautiful piece of property in this town that, uh, gosh, if I had the money, I would buy it. It's a pristine, beautiful piece of property. I like to call it the 100-acre woods um and there's a pond on it and there's a, a house a small house and um there's actually a pretty large, and a barn, barn, a large and, and barn and a, and, a, and a like a, a stable like a little i, I it's not really a run in shed it's really there there's um a, a place for a horse over there it's a little barn so it's it's a great property we were actually uh, my daughter was recently just there picking raspberries there's so many beautiful raspberries. Oh, I think there. I'll have to
0: take a bucket. Yeah, you should. You should when you if go
1: the out deer there. you haven't gotten it yet. Yeah. So um, those are the. There's there's a lot of people out there looking for you know farms out there, and um, there's so many different beautiful properties that are available right now, and then so many people looking for these beautiful properties, and we would love to help any of them that are doing that are looking. Even if they're not beautiful. Yeah, yeah, we, we can, can help sell make things that beautiful. aren't beautiful. Exactly, <laughs> those are actually the most fun to to work on.
0: And then I, I showed a house um, in Greenville, and very nice house, but we had a long discussion. It's a younger couple mm-hmm. um, that maybe, but they really would like privacy. They need to, so maybe the direction we we may be going in is either an older house. Mm-hmm. That needs some work, that's mm-hmm. in good, you know, relatively mm-hmm. good condition, but needs some updating. Like cosmetic, not structural. Type right, stuff. exactly. Okay. Or should we look at land and think of uh, putting on a house building or maybe a modular?
1: And that kind of thing, it's it's a matter of time, too, when you're thinking about buying versus building. Because if you're going to be building a home, it usually takes longer than actually just right. buying a well, house. They,
0: they're, they're good in terms of their time frame. Mm-hmm.
1: I, I just um, sold a house to somebody out in uh, Forestburg area that they actually bought property previous to buying this house that they were going to build on. And they thought that they were going to be able to live in their camper No, for two years. (laughs) not allowed. (laughs) And after they were in there for about a month, they realized that with three dogs that it was not going to be um, ideal. So they decided to buy this house that I had listed, which fit a lot of their criteria and then they're, they're going to live there for as many, it was, it's a pr- really nice house. I'm sure they're not going to have any problem selling it, um, but they're going to live there for a few years. And then they, while they're building their house, cause they know, you know, they're trying to build their dream house on this beautiful parcel near water. It's, it's on a river and uh, you know, they just couldn't question
0: them to get flood insurance. Oh my God. <laughs> so one of the things that to, to, to sort of digress a little bit, uh, we that we were talking about is areas um, in New Jersey that flooded that no one anticipated flooding. And so if you're anywhere near a stream, um, just double check with your insurance what, agent. You know, I didn't know. I thought you could only get
1: flood insurance if you were in a flood zone, but I guess that's just the, um, the, the federally mandated insurance, right? right? That you with go banks, into that big pool. Yeah. But you can get, according to uh, Barry from our um, Hudson, Hudson United, United um, insurance, that he said that you, anybody can buy flood insurance. You can purchase it in case you know, you're know you concerned about that. And, I, and honestly, I, I've never had uh, – I shouldn't say this. I had water in my basement one time, and it was during – I don't know. It was just a it regular been- storm. It wasn't even like Irene, and it was solely because – there's um, a pipe, uh, I can't remember what it's called, it's the the drainage pipe around the house, and it backed up, it got clogged, like roots grew into it and it clogged, and the water, instead of draining out, backed up into my basement. So, you know, nothing, I don't have anything in my basement, it's just storage, but if I
0: had had a finished basement, it would have been,
1: you know, right. disastrous. But,
0: but that was, you know, an issue, but not exactly like flood insurance, where if you buy a stream which never flooded mm-hmm. may um, just double check double mm-hmm. check i I think it, um, you really want to be cautious with the amount of rain that we've had. yeah, it's a little bit frightening um
1: you know, there's a couple of concerts this week that I wanted to bring up okay. that um are happening in the village green. We are a sponsor of those concerts, and there's three of them this week, so um w- the first one is on August 15th, and I think that's Wednesday, right? Mm-hmm. at 7.30, and it's the Hurley Mountain Highway. Do we know what that is? That sounds like it might be like a country kind yeah, I of do not. band.
0: Um, but all of these concerts are free. They're so worth going to because it's an evening out um, for free. Right. Oh, I want to mention, I think it's on Thursday, the 16th, um, part of the Warwick Arts Festival mm-hmm. is going to be at the drive-in. Oh, what are they doing there? I think they're doing shorts. But I know it's part of. Uh, so you mean like like little plays, kind of thing? No, like little movies.
1: Little movies. Oh, at the drive-in. Oh, okay. That sounds so that's like still a fun part thing. Of the Hopefully, it vessel. doesn't
0: rain. Yeah, yeah. So I just realized that when that's when on this August sixteenth. So there's yes. a, there's
1: a lot to do this week. Um, August seventeenth. That's Friday. Uh, the band uh, or group Emish. Emish. I think that's an Irish kind of. But they're
0: great. Are they? they, they yeah, they play, I have like, heard them Celtic play music. A few- Yes, but not only that. But they're very energetic. Um, They're they're fun. Um, And they've performed quite a bit around here and in other places. And they are very well-received. Maybe maybe I'll go and check that out myself. It's great fun. Um, So let me look at and see if we're going to have good weather on Friday. Oh, you're going to (laughs) check that now and give out the weather report? Well, maybe I won't.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then um, Saturday evening at the the Green is... um, Joe Patelli and the Joe Perry Big Band. Uh, that's been a band that's been around for quite some time. They play I think rock music and that probably will be a really fun um, a fun concert to go to I, I would think. And that's on Saturday evening at 7.30. And then also on... Um, August 23rd, that is when Warwick has its Ladies' Night. And many I'm sure many people that are listening have gone to Ladies' Night. It's so much fun. Ladies' goes, Night out. Yeah, it goes from 3 to 9. And we are actually going to have our own little booth over there um, this year right in front of
0: our office. Right. And, and what that booth does is we collect money for making strides. Yeah, so which it's is breast, breast, cancer, breast awareness. cancer awareness. So if you walk by... You can buy a little pink bracelet for $2. Or just come, come, by come by and, and say, yeah, hi. say
1: hi to us because we'll be out there. We'll all be taking oh. turns as to um, when sitting out there just talking to but everybody. But we are
0: collecting money, and we have been sponsoring this for years. I think years we're going to have a now. raffle of a basket or something. There usually is a, a nice basket raffle. Mm-hmm. Um, we also do this at Apple Fest where it's a bit more um, elaborate. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but um, – well, you know. Apple Fest is a bit more elaborate in general, <laughs> but Ladies' Night Out is nice. All the stores are open. People walk around. Um, I'm. I think at one time there was a lot of wine in a lot of the stores, and then they weren't allowing wine on the streets. But I. Th- then they changed it. Remember, got a little you, funny. I'm pretty sure you can't
1: have wine on the street, but you can go into a lot of these places and get wine. Just right. because we're serving, you we know. don't serve wine. We're not. <laughs> we did at one time, one year we did, but you know I don't think we're doing that this year. Well, it, we have
0: to talk about it when we get back to the
1: office. <laughs> we do like to serve wine. <laughs> <laughs> we actually have uh, what's called wine and cheese at our office. once a month about once a month and it's not just wine drinking wine it's we get to wine about whatever we (laughs) want to complain about and it's kind of funny. and it's
0: more than cheese it's usually nice hors d'oeuvres yeah because we all get
1: out of control with our with what we like to eat right and
0: bringing bringing things so that's kind of fun
1: um we had we were pulling up listings before we came and i always like to do this like what was it, what was it listed for what did it sell for and there is a house that was on that is on colonial avenue the white house the white house everybody knows this house because it's been there it, it's part of the mansion row that i liked i like to call mansion row and it is the white house it has like a, a black trim on it and it it's listed with um uh, uh, Green team has it listed and they uh, it was listed for seven 75 right and I forgot to bring the paper with me but I think it sold for very close s- yeah very close to the to, quote to, would, yeah to the to the list price so that might be interesting for some people to to know and then um what was the other house that we we po- oh there was one on South Street that um just sold to for th- oh wait no it was the was it South Street? No, it was Forrester Avenue. Forrester that was a Avenue. Which a foreclosure. was a foreclosure,
0: which was at, I think the asking price was 140
1: And it's sold for above 40. list price. Yeah.
0: So in something like that, where you know that you're going to have municipal services and you don't have to worry about what your septic or well is in a foreclosure. Mm-hmm. Um, and some and it's a cute little house from the outside. So somebody's going to put the work in and, and how nice. Yeah. That they were able to buy it.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it, it's nice to have some affordable homes like that out um, that people can actually afford to buy because it's a big difference. I mean, those houses are not far apart between Colonial Avenue and Forrester Avenue. They're I don't actually think the
0: enclosure really, will get to 700.
1: I don't think it ever will. Well, it's a tiny <laughs> but, little house. But
0: it's cute. And, you know, good luck for somebody who's. But it's just interesting to see the
1: difference in price in the same village. Right, we do. I differ. mean, it's a completely different type of house, and but size. there's a difference. So there's, you know, uh, you know, a uh, different, um, different. Well, I think it's good that we have
0: many opportunities for yes. people.
1: All right, thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week.